Be Wealthy and Smart, episode number 229. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're doing part of a three-part series. This is part two. It's called The Least Affordable Housing Markets in the World. In the last podcast, I talked about the most affordable housing in the U.S. So now we're going to take a global approach and look at what's least affordable housing worldwide. This is good for you to know in case you're thinking of moving to a foreign city, if you're thinking of moving to another continent, if you're just curious to follow real estate around the world and see trends that are going on and see how very, very expensive some of the major cities in the world have really gotten. It's quite eye-opening to see. This report started when I was looking at Investor's Business Daily from the week of February 6, 2017, and I found a report called the 13th Annual Demographia International Housing Affordability Survey. The survey looked at affordability in 92 major housing markets in nine countries and found 11 affordable areas that were all in the U.S. The survey used Q3 2016 data to gauge the median multiple, which is the ratio of median home price to median pre-tax income. So that means median is half above and half below. It's not an average. So they're taking median income and then looking at the median home prices. What are the home prices that are half above and half below to the median income? And it turns out the ratio of median home price to median pre-tax income with a three or below is what they deem affordable. So that means if you're looking at Again, median pre-tax income to a median home price. And let's say your median pre-tax income is $100,000 and you can afford a $300,000 home. That is a ratio of three. So it's pretty easily to afford that house. It's deemed affordable. So a ratio of three or lower would be a very positive score to have for affordability. And this affordability survey covered 406 metropolitan housing markets in nine countries, including Australia, Canada, China, Ireland, Japan, New Zealand, Singapore, the United Kingdom, and the U.S. in the third quarter of 2016. A total of 92 major metropolitan areas with more than a million in population are included, including the five megacities of Tokyo, Yokohama, New York, Osaka, Kobe, Kyoto, Los Angeles, and London. Interestingly, I found this quote. Overall, there are 29 severely unaffordable major housing markets, including all in Australia, which there were five, New Zealand, and China. 
there are 13 severely unaffordable major markets in the United States out of 54 areas. Seven of the United Kingdom's 21 major markets are severely unaffordable and two in Canada. That's according to newgeography.com, a website that uh, made that quote and that observation that was very, very astute. These markets are some of the most unbelievable and unaffordable markets that we've seen. And this is crazy to report some of this. So I have to share with you that Hong Kong, Sydney, and Vancouver are three of the most unaffordable housing markets in the world. Hong Kong has a rating of 18.1. Remember, three being affordable. Hong Kong is at 18.1. Sydney, Australia at 12.2. Vancouver, Canada at 11.8. Auckland, New Zealand at 10. San Jose, California, the first U.S. city on this list at 9.6. Melbourne, Australia at 9.5. Honolulu, Hawaii, the second U.S. city, 9.4. Los Angeles, 9.3. San Francisco, 9.2. And Dorset, United Kingdom, 8.9. Couple of things to note here. You might be wondering, why is New York City not on this list? Well, interestingly, this survey does not separate out New York City. It puts New York in with New Jersey and in with Pennsylvania, which we know Pennsylvania is one of the worst markets in the world. I should say one of the most affordable markets in the world. Sorry about that, Pennsylvanians. Uh, But it, it groups it in with New York City. So you take one of the least expensive cities and one that has not been keeping up with some of the rising real estate markets and you put it in with New York City and it's bound to drag down that median value. So we are definitely seeing New York kind of, I think, distorted by including New Jersey and especially Pennsylvania prices in with New York. That's why I think New York didn't make this list. Obviously, we all know New York City is one of the most expensive markets in the world. Also interesting to note, Vancouver, B.C. put a 15% foreign buyer tax on housing, which reduced foreign purchases dramatically. The city of Vancouver also instituted a 1% vacancy tax on the assessed value of an empty property because many foreign buyers were buying property in Vancouver and then letting the houses sit empty. So just understand that this housing market in Vancouver being number three most unaffordable in the world has a bunch of available housing that's sitting there empty because people from other countries have come and have purchased homes but don't have anyone living in them. So what kind of craziness is that and does that not tell us something is very wrong with the housing market? When you just take houses and take them out of inventory, of course, houses are going to respond in price and in values escalating like crazy because of supply and demand. If you have no supply, of course, prices are going to rise. So in response to that foreign buyer tax, many Chinese buyers moved to the Seattle market. My old hometown of Seattle and China spent a record $33 billion on foreign real estate in 2016, according to global real estate group JLL. 
Well, that's no surprise because Hong Kong has the most unaffordable property values in the entire world. And in Hong Kong, the median home price is $5.4 million and the median income is $300,000. Take that and compare it to San Francisco or the San Jose area rather, which was the most expensive market or least affordable market in the US, which had a $1 million median home price and a $104,000 median income. So Hong Kong has 5.4 times the San Jose market in terms of pricing for homes and three times San Jose in terms of median income. It's astronomical. This is crazy. Prices in Australia, Vancouver, Seattle seem to be inflated from these Chinese buyers. Are these cities now dependent on the Chinese economy? Because what happens if something goes wrong in China and those people need to sell those houses that they have purchased that are perhaps sitting vacant in these cities? Wow, the implications of a global bubble are unbelievable. I'd love to hear what you think. Go on over to iTunes or Stitcher and review the show and let me know what you think about this report. It's the one way I get to hear from you what you like about the show, what you're learning about the show, and maybe a way to give back if you've learned something from listening to the show. I so appreciate it. Thank you in advance. I'm going to put a link to this full housing report over on my website at lindapjones.com. You can go to lindapjones.com forward slash least affordable housing markets and you'll find the report there. While you're over at the website, get the 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth. Again, go to lindapjones.com forward slash podcast. You'll find all of my podcasts there and your 11 quick tips to boost your wealth at the bottom of any of those podcasts. There are 11 quick things you can do to boost your net worth and getting it going in the right direction easily and quickly. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.